The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everyone, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband. Podcast! Yes. Welcome. Thank you for listening and joining and We're happy play. to be here, yes. We We're happy you're here happy too. To be- <laughs> We're happy today. Um, no, not really, but that we'll just pretend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we have a weird fucked episode again for you. Um, because you really just can't kill your wife and be real normal about it. You got to really fuck it up big time. And this guy sure did. He sure did. If Um, you like lawnmowers, listeners, this is for you. (laughs) This is for you. This episode is for you. It is. And who doesn't? Um, love a good lawnmower. lawnmower. I know I sure you do. do. You love cutting the grass. I sure do. Um, you always say cut the grass and we always say mow the lawn. Yeah. Did you know that? No. I mean, I, I guess There's I realize like, now. Yeah. Yeah. How you say it? Because I say cut the grass. Yeah. And yeah. I always say, oh, I have to mow or mow the yeah, lawn. Yeah. I never really ever say mow. And we've always said yeah. it's time to go out and mow. That's weird. We should take I a know. poll. And see who says cut the grass, who says mow the lawn. We, we should, should see if we could figure out how to do something like that. That would be a Great. Christmas miracle. It would. And then we'll but... send it to some professor of sociology. <laughs> see what he thinks. And He'll it... poop on it and send it back to us. <laughs> it called, it's yeah. always the husband yeah. effect. Right. Yes. Um, we actually this week we have some people that joined our Patreon and we have a new episode out (gasps) this week for those people too. Uh, we have Lauren Vegdahl. Lauren, we know her. I can't believe she's also a Momoa. So we're gonna give her a Momoa shout out. She is a superhero. Lauren was just at my house. Her darling Charlotte came over for a play date with Rory. And I had her big deodorant, Rachel, Aww. who's smart and wonderful and nice. She has a cute big and a cute yes. little. Well Aww, done. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you so much. Here's what Jason Momoa thinks yes. of that. Strong man as strong as alone. He's handsome in his uh, voice, too. His, his yeah. voice, his face, his eyebrow scar, yeah, everything about, everything him about is it is the best. So thanks, Lauren, for letting us just hear yeah him yet again good job Woo! uh leah filberto leah yes welcome leah thank you thank you thank you thanks leah you have some episodes ready for you to listen to if you join patreon some we patreon actually, only episodes yeah, yeah and katie wheelock welcome oh, katie. katie thank you so I much leah and katie from the group yes yeah she's very funny yes um i'd like to thank mrs siegel too that we know at the deodorant factory who sent me some beautiful earrings because my, my poor Dee Dee dog passed and they're beautiful. And so I thought that was the nicest thing ever. Julie so I is thought, the nicest That was ever. so kind. Um, so thank you. Thanks, Jules. Um, we also have our listeners can follow us on social media. They can. 
um, Instagram, Twitter. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group that you can join. Hmm. And there's some very funny people in this group. And so we like to just point out some of the funniest things that we found. And they're all funny. They all would win. Yeah. Um, No one's a loser in this game. No one. Um, So keep posting. My Facebook funny reminded me too of our poor sound man Gary did you hear what happened what happened now I noticed he wasn't here his wife Barb 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 got her boob caught in the ski-doo and it dragged her all over the (laughs) lake she couldn't get it out how embarrassing no it was terribly embarrassing it her boob Barb's boob was already too long for the tube top yeah she wore the tube top but the boobs hung out and then the, the boob got caught in the jet ski. What an embarrassment. Oh, so now he's handling her recovery. Gary. So God Gary speed, is not here to Once edit again. or sound tech any of our episodes. So, of course, it is, as always, poorly done. This is getting a little ridiculous. But though. we uh, wish you well, Barb. We wish <laughs> you well, Barb. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that re- which Carrie Housley posted, a lovely man tried to write and hired a s- plane to write in the sky his love for his girl Doris, but it came out like this: Gary Hart penis <laughs> instead of Doris. And then everybody who knew Gary was like, gosh, Gary, I mean, I'm proud of you to come out in such a big way. I didn't know because I thought you were dating Doris. (laughs) And then Doris (laughs) looks up and says, what the hell is this, Gary? You're gay? You're gay now? I mean, I always figured, but come on. Shoot. I mean, that's (laughs) That was hilarious. <laughs> the best part was that his name was Gary. Too. Right. Like, his name was yes, Gary. You Gary can't loves go wrong penis. With Gary. <laughs> oh, he said to write God. it in the sky. Oh. He loves it so he much. Does. Oh, he is a hog gobbler. My <laughs> my favorite, I laughed out loud. Uh Laura Deaton Clouky. Laura, tell us if we're saying your name right. I don't know. Um she put on the meme of the man sitting at the table with all these women around just looking at they actually look forlorn yeah and even a few like shooting daggers out of their eyes yeah, rolling their eyes um, in the picture if it but can be it done. says apparently you can now do a master's in mansplaining at the university <laughs> of adelaide and it was so funny and i loved it i laughed out loud and um yeah, because uh, yeah. men don't even know that they all have a master's in yeah. it. They think they don't, and they all do. We're tired of the mansplaining. Oh, it's like, yeah, we get it. But then you're going to continue to go on for 20 more minutes. Yep. I think a we way that we, like all of our friends, uh, kind of fight mansplaining is that we just tried never to be with men. Right. Have you noticed that yeah, about us? we avoid like, it we completely. We never do anything yeah. with our husbands it's always and just, the girls yeah i i brought phil last night and everyone was like nope he can go home now and so <laughs> well, even, he went home even phil yeah, was even like, phil was like I, what is all girls here i'm not hanging out with these i'm gonna go home whining bitches yeah so then we just we just had a partied party it without ourselves. fear sorry tiffany sorry tiffany yeah okay. well, we um do? 
Yeah. Sorry. So I think that's how we avoid mansplaining. Yep. Just and just with the dead-eyed stare Never when they're be with men. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, then they just get confused because it's not a stare of adoration. We do a dead eyed <laughs> stare. Something in your eyes are, is telling me that. Yeah, you, that this isn't going well yeah. when they back off. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a glitter in your shitter for the week to get you through this week? Next week, I know it's going to be your missing uterus. Yeah. Uh, my glitter. I don't have a glitter in the mm. shitter this week. I'm just going to be honest. You want to share mine? I do want to share yours but today my glitter in the shitter is literally going to be magnesium citrate because as soon as i leave here i'm going to go home and drink the shit out of a 10 ounce bottle of magnesium i feel like it has a terrible taste it does oh do you have to guzzle it all in one oh and then i'm just gonna let myself shit for the rest of the night just blow out your asshole Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just red hot ass tearing diarrhea. So good times at yes. my house later, y'all. Um, I found this candle. What it's is it? a Better Homes and Gardens candle. And it's red lava and citrus, which is supposed to be like a dupe of an anthropology super candle? expensive candle. Let me smell. Um volcano candle of red lava and citrus. And it actually is pretty like it's a not like too overpowering. It's just like a nice little summery scent. Where did, um, you, where did you get this? I at got Walmart? it at Walmart. Um, and it's we very, should it, light this bitch up. Yeah. I want to smell it burning. I know I don't it have smells mine. Good. Um, I don't have my Jenkum lighter. Oh no, that's a huffing. Shoot. That's a huffing. Oh, oh. I'll have yell for Jamie in a okay. little bit. Um, but it smells. It's really nice. So it's a it cheap. It's way good. cheaper okay. than like the sixty dollar candle. I guess right. that's the real thing. Right. Um, but it actually is. It out runs a long time with smelling great, and it doesn't wear out really quick. And it's pretty big for the price. Yeah, it's huge. Okay. Yeah. So it's better homes and gardens, red lava and citrus. So I'll take a picture. Um, but it smells nice if you just want a little candle because I usually have. Um, like the smell of pets. <laughs> All right. So we watched another Fatal Vows. Mm-hmm. Fatal Vows is a great one because it's mostly reenactments. Yes. They reenact the entire mystery and crime and they pepper in two psychologists who are like, they're fucked. He's fucked. Mm-hmm. And then they... That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. But then also real people that, that knew the couple, just to say some background of, you know, they were really there, which is good. And then at the end, they usually display pictures of the real people, um, too, so you can see what they really looked like. So this one was called Reduced to Ash. It is season five, episode eight. Um, be warned. I'll do a trigger warning because of fucking Travis. Mm. A pet does lose its life mm-hmm. in this one, which is very hard for me, of course, especially now. But it's hard for everybody because you get upset about the pet more than the person. <laughs> Many people are upset more with the animals than the people. It's true. Um, so that's me, too. But I'll go. I'll say it really fast so maybe you just won't notice okay okay. but there is um this was in 2014 do you want to know what some of the pop culture moments were in the before times of this year what happened kim married kanye and that turned to shit quick that was unfortunate they do have four 
gorgeous children that seem North seems like she's hilarious and just pretty much pisses on her parents all the time on social media or when they're filming. She seems like she's super smart and just like over it. Um, and she's gorgeous. She's just really cute. Gwyneth got divorced. She got unconsciously. Yes. Or conscious, consciously uncoupling. Uncoupled. Yeah. So, yes. That's which what was she did. The whole year, everyone made fun of that. But you know what? What else is she going to say? She's Gwyneth. She's going to say something fucked. Yeah. Yep. Ellen did that Oscar selfie that for some reason got tons of oh, attention. Yeah. I think like yep. Brad and Angie were still together in that one. I think uh, Julia Roberts was in it. Bradley Cooper. Bradley was. Cooper was oh, in the front. That's right. Yes. Um, and Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, that's yeah. right. She was too. Uh, did you know that there was a TV movie that was an unauthorized Saved by the Bell behind the scenes story? That played that year? No. Why didn't I watch it? I know. I didn't watch it either. I still don't have my sweatpants that say, I heart Zach Morris on oh. the butt. I've always wanted to. Oh. Well, well, I'll try to cricket some on some Walmart <laughs> sweat, <laughs> sweat matching sweatsuit pair for Maybe you. Maybe I could wear them in my yeah. recovery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. TV shows we were watching was The True Detective, if you haven't seen the first season with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. That one's really good and creepy and weird and great. Veep is one of my favorite HBO shows. Yeah, you should see that one. The other seasons okay. are not so much. Okay. Fargo, the very first season, I really, really liked, too, of that TV show. Um, And movies... Edge of Tomorrow is actually one of my favorites. It was Tom Cruise again, I know, and um, Emily Blunt, who's always great. Mm-hmm. And it's a sci-fi, which I know turns a lot of people mm-hmm. off, but I thought it was one of the best movies I'd seen in a long time. What was it called? It's called Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, I don't know. I know. It was just, it was great, I think. I don't know. I really liked it. Um, John Wick with Keanu kicking some ass, and he's an old ass bitch. He's like 50, right? In his 50s now? He has to be, because he's older than us. Reese went on her hike in Wild. Did you see oh, that? Oh, I never saw it. I no. saw that, I think. Gone Girl. Did you see was that? Was that the movie? Yeah, the book yeah. was huge, and then the movie. I, I listened to the book, and then I did see the movie. But I I loved the book. I did, too, because it was the like mm-hmm. the first of really like an, un, what do they call that? An unreliable, unreliable narrator. narrator. Yeah, yeah. Um, where you where that whole kind of trick blew up, oh, yeah. Which I like because it's just I love not it. knowing what to expect in a book yep. is the best thing yes. ever. All right, so should we? Oh, what's our song? What were we dancing in our? Well, the number one song of the year was "Happy" by Pharrell. Oh, and he's he likes to just wear culottes. He does and hats. Yes. Was so was the Minions movie out because I thought that came I feel like from that the Minions was. movie, but was that in twenty fourteen? Um, it had to be. That was the number Minions. one song. Katy Perry, Despicable Me, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Despicable Me. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes. Um. So there must have been a Despicable Me because that was the number one song, and um, Chandelier by Sia. Yes, do you remember? That? I do. I like that one. I love. I love Sia. I'm gonna swing. Uh, I still and I like that she jealous. doesn't 
yeah. show her face. Yeah, she, she just is like, I want my privacy still. Yeah. Uh, a lot of oh. Ariana Grande. Yeah. I don't, um, one of my favorite countries, Sam Hunt is. Oh, yes. You don't have to go home. And his brother Mike. You can leave the night. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Mike. Hunt. Sam and Mike. Um, sang that song. So yeah. I liked it. I didn't find too many pervy songs in. The mellow year. It was a mellow, mellow year. Who knew? Year. Dirk Bentley sang Drunk on a Plane. Um, and Nicki Minaj and all the girls had bang, bang. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that, and Nicki Minaj also had Anaconda. She's oh. always pervy. So, yeah. yeah. We expect, we hope, we you expect can, that and want that. You can count on her. Yeah, but right. that was it. It was pretty happy. It was mellow. People mm. were happy. We didn't know. Clap along if you feel. We didn't know. Like a room without a room. Yeah. All right, we're going to travel to Paducah, Kentucky. That sounds great. I thought there was a Paducah, like, is there a Paducah in Illinois or something? I don't know. it seems like it, but... Paducah, Kentucky, which is in our favorite county in the entire world. Mm -hmm. It is McCracken. McCracken County. McCracken County. Yes. So we're going to McCracken County, Paducah. We're into... Now, this whole TV... Mo- I mean, I would say 90% of it is reenactment. So we're mm-hmm. seeing the actor Keith and we're seeing an actor Julie mm-hmm. for the couple Keith and Julie Griffith. And they, this is where they pull up um, on a motorcycle first, right? Or they eventually get into the motorcycle, oh, yeah, they're but they're on the motorcycle. On the motorcycle. So yep. Keith, I wrote, he um, is wearing transitions. Mm-hmm. He has a purple shirt and it has like stripes on one shoulder where this is like 2000. 12 at this point but he's wearing a shirt he obviously dug out from the closet and it's from 1982 yeah or the costumer just said i'm gonna put this 1982 purple shirt with stripes on stripes on one shoulder that's feminine um and he kind of looks like a designer from trading spaces at this point (laughs) like a little bit i thought Julie, I thought was the actor. Julie, I thought was lovely, and she mm-hmm. looks kind of like the real Julie. But she was very lovely, mm-hmm. had lovely glasses, but she did have a He-Man haircut. She did, yeah, exact He-Man, almost exact mm-hmm. He-Man haircut, just brown, yeah, yeah. brown, yeah, not a He-Man blonde, mm-hmm. reddish blonde, whatever right. He-Man blonde. Uh, so these two bitches, Keith and Julie, have been together since junior high. Yeah, they have been married then. For 33 years at this point, and then add on how many more from junior high? Six more years? Crazy. That's a long time to be with this one bitch. It's a lot of love. Um, they have two grown children. And so their children have said, peace out. I'm out of here. Right. And they decide, what do you do when you're empty nesters? This is the typical behavior. You join a motorcycle gang. <laughs> so they joined a motorcycle group called the Faith Riders. Because not only do you join a motorcycle gang, but you yeah. join one from your church. So it's a nerdy motorcycle Listeners, gang. Listeners, this is a religious motorcycle gang. Do they like pull into towns and instead of like causing havoc, just- they just hand out what, what do you hand out in church bookmarks 
Um, donuts. <laughs> donuts. Donuts and, and some sort of punch. That's all anybody yeah. wants is lemonade and And then they tear out church. of there. Yeah. In 100 miles an hour. Like They and started like, singing, bringing in the shoes, yeah. just like they did on Little House all the time. Or like Pee Wee Herman when he... Did you ever see Pee Wee's Big Adventure? And he walks yeah. in and they have the motorcycle bar. Maybe they dance instead, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then they knock over Jesus. all their motorcycles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, good for them. Why not? Right. Go for it. Nobody gives two shits. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> now, they have a best friend couple, the Tates. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see the real life Tates. They are talking through the whole episode, filling us in on what it was like in their marriage and after all this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked them. I thought they were really normal, like a right. totally yeah. normal couple. Yep. Um, so they're kind of commenting in and out. So some of the like narration stuff that's they're commenting. Mm-hmm. So we see again, now we're at the reenactment. We have Keith and Julie, they're on their motorcycle. Um, Keith, the actor Keith, I wrote, he is a little bit of a mix of Lindsey Graham with Jim Bob Duggar. <laughs> And so I hated him right away. Like hated him right away. I thought I can see the Jim Bob Duggar, yeah. but I also thought, um, remember the guy from, oh, Brian Dennehy? Was yes. that his name? Yes. Okay. I can see that too. Yes. Yeah. He had a little of that look too. Um, and the Keith was only given one pair of jeans to wear acting throughout the episode and mm-hmm. the jeans went up to his tits mm-hmm. and his belt was equator. Because it wrapped around, around 1,400 yes. times and was yes. sticking out. So they only said, Keith, character, you need to wear these pants that go up to your tits and this belt that is <laughs> the size of the Mississippi. And, and we're going to put it around the tit pants. And he became so it's un- tits Keith. Yeah, and he became tits Keith. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of an inside joke. <laughs> but we're gonna call him tits keith from now on from now on um <laughs> but i i also wrote like their church looked cool like the design of it and it looked like a really church, cool right. church so keith so and, that's why they were yeah. a motorcycle gang i know they had the cool church cool church yeah yeah they pull up on the motorcycle julie gets off because keith is dropping her off at church Keith says something like, I think I'm going to grow up my hair, you know, and become like this wild biker. And Julie pretty Mm -hmm. much tells him, like, you're too old, you fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. And she goes, says, bye bye, whatever. She goes into the church and he kind of just drives off by himself, which leads us into the friends saying that Tits Keith and Julie are drifting apart. I mean, they've been together their entire lives. Yeah. Keith though travels a lot for work and Julie is at home and she actually seems to be very happy to be at home alone. She has tons of friends. She's really busy with her motorcycle gang church Mm -hmm. And is just living life without Keith there. She's totally used to Keith mm-hmm. always be gone. So Keith would be gone five, about five days of the week just for his mm-hmm. job always for years. And Julie has her dog Cleo. She has her faith riders. She has tons of friends. She does group church group bake sale stuff with her old geezer friends. Um, she's having fun and gossiping about, you know, Barb and 
Kathy yeah. and, and that G- bitch Gary Tina. Accidentally, yeah. accidentally put Gary Love penis oh, yeah. in the air. Yeah, and did you see that yeah. Doris's boyfriend did that? Oh my that god, bitch! So she's having tons of fun while Keith is gone. Meanwhile, Keith is feeling really lonely. He's he has that friend couple, but he doesn't have any friends while he's driving on the road. He's by himself, and he's taking it really hard. I think he he wants to have more of a probably settled existence with friends. And he's starting to really feel that, um, well, what we see in the character, that he's kind of feeling like this lonely existence. He's feeling really lonely. Mm-hmm. So we see Keith on one of his... It um, might be also because he's wearing a red bandana around his neck, which might be off-putting to some. I feel like he's trying to audition at the same time for a piss poor rendition of Oklahoma. I was just going to say yeah. that as Annie or no, what was the one who was the slut in Oklahoma? Ado Annie. There's Ado yeah. Annie. Yes. Not the good. Not Lori. She, no, she was Ado Annie. Yeah. He was trying for Ado Annie. I'm just a girl yeah. who can't yes. say no. And, and he couldn't. I'm in he a couldn't. terrible fix. All right. Now Tits Keith has a great job. One that seems totally necessary. He is a traveling lawnmower salesman. Which brings us back to our question of the week. Cut the grass or mow the lawn? We will get the right answer. I know. Who knows? It's a debate for the ages. Tits Keith is going to help us. Tits Keith is at this convention. Who knows? His lawnmowers are inside. People are looking at him. They're going to buy him or not. And Tits Keith is like, I don't give two fucks. Mm-hmm. And this woman, who's a very attractive woman, walks up to him. And she says, nice looking machines you got there. And Keith goes, thanks for noticing. And then he says, oh, you mean the lawnmowers. Was he meaning to say that she was talking about his balls or something? I don't know. I don't get what that meant. I think that was a little forward. That was very forward to assume that she was saying he's got nice looking balls. Yeah. I mean, she can't not notice it because his pants are pulled up to his tits. But come on. You just met this woman. That is not what you say in mixed company. Um, She's like, (laughs) you know, like. What the hell was that? But then says, hi, I'm Delilah. 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 From the radio show. Yeah. But it really wasn't. No. Delilah Culver. She's a 47-year-old divorcee. So she had, I don't know if she recently had been divorced, but she's was talking. And she's from Indiana. So Keith travels to Indiana for his business quite a bit. Yeah. Keith now, he's wearing, I wrote, piss poor suit that probably is tits high because she... He thought she noticed his balls. Um, and I wrote, it's fit. It's like a fit for Andre the Giant. He has this basketball, bas- baseball hat that he's wearing in these beginning scenes nonstop, like indoors, outdoors. He doesn't take his hat off Also, at dinner even. And that, hat, I feel like you need to. I wrote a note about the cap because it looks like a child's cap yes. on a giant man's head. Right. Again, the costumer was like, I... I'm just doing this for free. Yeah. I don't actually get paid for this. I'm just trying to build my resume. So I'm going to put a child's baseball cap right. on you, a red bandana around your neck. Yeah, no tie on the suit. Why would he not no, have a tie? I, it was very odd. I don't, I don't know. get this. And it's so glaring that you notice. Yes. You yep. know? Yep. Keith is charming 
the tits off of Delilah, I guess. <laughs> and so they go out. Their conversation is very natural and flowing. Mm-hmm. They end up going out to dinner that night. Um, he's still wearing the hat at the dinner table at the restaurant, too. Mm-hmm. The child's baseball hat. Mm-hmm. I just thought, what are you doing? Um, and then her work, they never say that but just that similar to his and i thought is she a traveling weed whacker salesman (laughs) 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 go around on the weed whacker i mean what the hell i don't know but anyway weed whacker and lawnmower have a lovely dinner they hit it off really well and they start to have kind of a business relationship they're not porking at this point they just have a nice business friendly relationship but what happened that was super inappropriate at this first dinner is keith tells delilah he is also divorced Come on. Now. That just spills right this out of his mouth. is where it goes yep. awry. He took a hard left at this point and never straightened it out. Nope, he sure didn't. He's wearing his ring, of course, yep. um, because he is married and just had it on. And so then he says, oh, yeah, I'm, I wear it because it feels weird without it, even mm-hmm. though it's been several years. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Delilah should have been like, bitch, do you think I'm like mentally challenged here to not understand what you're telling me that my brain is poop a poop brain um you have your ring on totally or but she took it out seemed yeah. to fall for it Ab- hugely she fell for it yeah hugely um i don't know after dinner delilah goes home keith gets in his car and he kind of looks like he's guilty the reenactment keith and he puts his ring back on and he kind of gives a shake of his head like what the hell did i just do yeah like feeling kind of bad that he did that so he goes home for that weekend and all of a sudden which should have had julie questioning everything in her life is that he decides to work on his honeydew list um that's 10 miles long and start doing all these projects that Julie's wanted him to do for 700 years. And for God's sakes, he rips apart the deck. Yeah. And then we all know where this is going. Oh, you know where it's going. He pulls up. Julie's wanted him to work on their deck for years and years and years. So in the reenactment, Keith starts working on the deck. He's ripping up all the boards to put new ones in. Julie comes out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's so impressed. She hugs him. She kisses him. She's like, I can't believe you're working on this. Thank you so much. I've wanted you to fix this and do this forever. You know, I'm so grateful. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and they kind of kiss. And it seems like, all right, things seem really good right now. Keith is happy that Julie's happy. Um, he's ple- He's pleasing her. She's really excited excited um but he still has now this need to meet delilah right and they meet on occasion when he goes to indiana for his lawnmower business and her weed whacking business must coincide well i think she actually lives there mm-hmm. um yeah so he's still wearing this dumb hat the dumb same dumb hat yeah. And they go to dinner and they're talking. And this time, though, it's Delilah's birthday. And he gives her what looks to me like chocolate anal beads. <laughs> they are literally <laughs> anal beads of chocolate. Yum. Can I you guess. Imagine? You would really have the Hershey squirts. You would. Yeah. Literally <laughs> Hershey squirts. I don't know. That was a forward gift. Mm-hmm. A forward gift. Mm-hmm. So Keith tries to 
use the chocolate anal beads. And he says, how about a nightcap back at the hotel? And he's kind of like, you know, do you want to check out this bulge? Kind of boinks and stuff. Um, The narrator pops in too, just to really, really drive the knife in and says, or someone, one of the police officers, I think, says, now, meanwhile, at this time, Keith was very overweight. Mm-hmm. So just to throw in that Keith is an enormous fat ass. Yes. So Tits Keith. <laughs> Tits Keith has a set on him <laughs> that were pretty nice. And everyone's calling him an enormous fat ass. Yeah. And I think blue hat means fat ass. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yep. yep. And of course, the actor is not even close to fat and the pictures of Keith didn't even look like he was that big but they keep saying he was an enormous fat they did have him like kind of stuffed up though because there's a scene later yes where he's not so he's trying to get Delilah to check out funnel his hog (laughs) and she says oh my god um I'm actually dating someone I I our relation she kind of says our relationship is just a business friends and Keith is devastated and Delilah even says, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. I don't want to lead you on. You know, I'm seeing someone else. I, I didn't want our relationship to go that way. Right. Um, so Keith is kind of like, fuck, you know, but nothing happens between them at this point. No. But Keith goes home and hits the pouting stage. And I know your wives, you're going to be surprised or husbands of husbands. Anyone who has a husband. But this husband did not finish the project he started. Can you even believe that that could happen? I cannot. I was stunned. I've never experienced anything like that in I've my life. I've never heard yeah. once huh. of a husband starting a project uh-uh. and never finishing it. Uh-uh. I actually had to look it up to see if it was true. You Googled like, it? Did yeah. that ever happen before? Yeah. And no. No. So Keith really screwed this one up. He... Messed He's it. The only one oh, who's ever done this. Yeah. So he tore the deck apart and never fixed it, mm-hmm. abandons the project, mm-hmm. and you can't even go on the deck no. because he ripped up the floorboards. And so you can't even use it at all. And it's for months and months, it's sitting apart. His friend, Mr. Tate, says, I kept offering. I'll come over this weekend and help you finish it up. I'll come over and do it. I'll come over and help you finish it up. Even Julie sits him down one morning as he's pouting over breakfast and says, whatever his name was, John or whatever, Tate, said that he'd come (laughs) over and help you with the deck. You guys can drink beer, hang out, have pizza, and you can get that done. How about it? And Keith, Tits Keith has a monster fit spazzes at her tells her to leave him alone and get out of my life or whatever yeah. you know and is a dick right and she's like what the hell you know like you started this project and then just stopped it and now you're a pouty bitch what's going on she has no idea what's going on with him and she pretty much just wants him to finish shit you know so the next we get to 2013 keith decides he's going to get gastric bypass surgery and he does it's a very successful surgery, but Ju- Julie nurses him, mm-hmm. babies him back. He's on the couch, you know, and the blue hat is gone because I think blue hat meant fat. And, and now, now he doesn't have the blue hat because he's skinny. skinny. And there's actually a scene in the show where the new not stuffed with one small bulge sock. Yeah, yeah. sock. Um, 
stands and holds his arm out to the side and is like, yeah. Like I am super hot. I am a sexy beast. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's not. Oh my God. And he was telling that to the ladies in town. Yeah, he looks like Jesus. Yeah. 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 But Keith does end up losing over 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like a man would just go on a diet anyway for a weekend and lose 100 pounds. That's typical. I mean, what's the hell? What the hell? Mm -hmm. We're at 36 years of marriage at this point. Um, Keith kind of has a new lease on life, as they say, because he tits Keith now is mosquito bites Keith. <laughs> he's thin. But he's out for a walk and he still has the mom jeans up to his tits. Yes. So really he is tits Keith. Yep. And he's wearing a short sleeve button button down mm-hmm. and tucked into his tits pants unattractive and you're going for a walk put on a shorts and a a t-shirt come on that's the stylist though that's not tits keith no again Um, stylist working so free a jogger runs by with some biggins and keith stops and julie's like what the hell and he starts flirting with this jogger Mm -hmm. saying stuff like what did he say like you can't you Hands can look off, ladies yeah, yeah you can look yeah. but you can't touch yet yeah. and then he points to julie like, like i'll get rid of this bitch and you can touch rid. my balls uh-huh. all you want and the jogger's like uh, i'm being sexually harassed in my jog again yeah. and julie says what in the fuck was that she said how pathetic you embarrassing. are embarrassing yeah and she just yells at him and keith tits keith just pouts and walks away and his friends even say he was becoming a super cocky Mm -hmm. asshole and he was thin but his face was the same Mm -hmm. i mean in that i mean that was nothing to throw a parade over no no it sure it sure wasn't uh tensions in the marriage are getting stronger all through the summer so their walks are probably still just as embarrassing we get to the fall where i've never heard of this but this happened so julie of course is doing a bunch of chores because tits keith doesn't do jack shit Mm -hmm. and he's gone all the time Mm -hmm. so this is during the week when he's gone she's raking a pile of leaves and then just lights a match and throws it on the leaves is that how people burn leaves because i we use burn barrels like our mom my neighbors in the middle of nowhere you have burn barrels yeah or you just mulch them or you have with a lawnmower that mulches for, yeah yeah this i've never seen it i've never seen or heard that this does it i don't think it works like that but they show reenactment julie raking leaves and she just takes a match and throws it yeah. on them it um, seems to be irresponsible i don't think that's normal no. um or how she did it or whatever but what happens is the fire of course the leaves catch on fire and they must have had a big woods behind their house in <laughs> yep. the whole fucking woods cut on caught on fire. She and she's just standing there burned like, everything like, go get the down. hose, bitch. But now, Sarah, who did she call when she started the whole entire backyard on fire? She called Chuck Gordon. Chuck Gordon. I wasn't quite sure who Chuck, Chuck Gordon was. Chuck gets an interview on the seat on in this show and they say um, why did she call you Chuck? And he says, well, I'm a Sunday school teacher. I get a lot of phone calls. I don't know what the hell that meant. What? Why is she calling a goddamn Sunday school teacher? Because she's setting her whole 
forest fire. Why are so many people calling a Sunday school teacher? Right. I've never called a Sunday school teacher. And what do they teacher. know about shit? I don't know. And then he but, literally says in his interview. So I told her, you should call the fire department. Call 911. I, I can't. I, I couldn't said, even with the scene. Oh, you're right. What the hell was this? And then, but he also, this dick had a sheriff badge on. Did you see that? So I'm like, are you a sheriff and just saying you're a Sunday school teacher and you're actually the town sheriff and she was calling 911? I was so confused because he hangs up on her and calls, call the fire department. Call the fire department. And now Keith gets home. The next scene is just Keith and Julie in their shitty deck looking yeah. at the entire backyard burned to the ground. So yeah. it looks like a Civil War battlefield. Yes. Of just burned. Yeah burned out shit yeah and Keith says why didn't you call me and she's like you weren't even in town dick what yeah. was supposed to do um so he was a bit jealous she called chuck gordon mm. um the sunday school teacher well apparently everybody does i guess keith, they all do so lay off keith now is just like fuck all of this i got my whole backyard burned down i got a shitty deck i don't want to finish mm-hmm. he and I'm super yeah. hot and skinny. And now skinny. I'm super hot and skinny. Um, and I don't wear my blue hat anymore. No. And, but I still wear my tits high pants. Yeah. He, it has been two years since he has seen or talked to Delilah. And he decides to sit down with some sort of boner, I'm assuming. Yeah. And texts her, did you cast a spell on me? I can't get you out of my mind. I can't with this sexual harassing That's boner enough. talk. Yes. And it happens frequently. All the time. And Delilah's like, oh, Keith, I haven't heard from you in so long. Keep your fingers off your phones. And Keith says, let's meet up in an expensive restaurant in Indiana so we can catch up and chat. And Delilah agrees. So she's at this fancy restaurant. um, And Keith walks in. And that bitch is not in tits high pants. No. He's in a nice suit with mm-hmm. a goddamn tie this time. Mm-hmm. And he has flowers. And she doesn't even hardly recognize him. And she says, oh, my gosh, Keith, you look fantastic. So he's no longer a huge fat ass. So she's going to try to. She might be a little bit attracted to him. Although he still, like I said, had that same face. Yeah. Yeah. And that face was. Yeah. That face was a subpar. Not top drawer. No. Um, On a scale of one to ten, what would you rate the face? Ten being Rob Lowe. Well, um, I mean, maybe a 2.75. Okay. Um, Delilah had just gotten a book published. It was called Weed and Wang Wacking. bestseller it did because everyone is like are you you seen this book well we all have it i know yeah it's a coffee table i couldn't believe it when i found out she was the author when i watched this episode (laughs) 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 it's the triple w weed and wang whacking (laughs) oh that's a Um, new sticker yeah yeah it is weed and wang (laughs) whacking 
Uh, they have what is said an almost perfect evening, except Delilah keeps getting all these calls from her ex-boyfriend. So the boyfriend she was seeing, this Calvin. Oh, I was going to say Carlton. What yeah, was his name? Calvin. Calvin she has broken up with and now he is still harassing her um, and calling her and not leaving her alone and she's just like I'm just going to turn my phone off whatever and so Keith and Delilah have a lovely lovely evening Delilah says Keith now that you're no longer a massive fat ass (laughs) how about you get rid of those four eyes you dick and get LASIK and Keith (laughs) says why not so she gets LASIK in Indiana and Delilah takes care of him from his recovery. And so Keith and Delilah get very close and start dating. Um, and he's staying at Delilah's and he gets his LASIK. Um, yeah. And there, there was like a weird reenactment right in front of that whore wallpaper yeah. they have where he yep. like takes his glasses yeah. off or something. And she's like, oh, Delilah's like, <laughs> Now that you don't have glasses or, yeah, and are not fat anymore, I guess I'll maybe give you a peck on the cheek. Yeah. Because this whole time, she's been adamant that they have not been dating. No. They have just been friends. He has been saying that he wanted more, but she was like always with Calvin. No, because you're fucking. Yeah. She was totally superficial. Like Like, you got your Coke bottle glasses and your giant fat ass. I want nothing to do with you. And so she he changes all this, and then she's like, "Oh, I guess, I guess I'd like you." Right. And he's all for it. He's like a boner for her, no matter what. But I'm like, can't you see? Like she doesn't like you how you are at all. I mean, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um. He gets home to Julie, his wife. And she's like, what the hell are you not have your glasses for? And he's like, oh, I got LASIK done in Indiana. And she's like, what the hell? Oh, well, congrats. But I, she knew nothing about it. Right. Like you had a surgery in another state? Like right. what, where were you recovering? Or like what, what are you talking about? So she's all confused. And Keith doesn't give a fuck because he now Delilah likes him because she likes how he looks. Yeah. Although, yeah, today on the phone, I did hear my husband telling his brother that I was having a hysterectomy tomorrow, and his brother must have asked why I was having yeah. it, and Phil was like, uh, I, I don't know, I think she didn't want to bleed anymore. Is that why, honey, you didn't want to bleed anymore? That's what he said. He's never listened once. He's never To any once of listened. your medical problems He's ever once. known me for... Mm-hmm. Uh, long time 16 yeah years mm-hmm. and that's what he said today on the phone you don't know nothing so okay so maybe yeah maybe i get that yeah i guess maybe that is legit i suppose you could have had surgery and you never would have known yeah yep unfortunately this happens next delilah is trying to get to her car after work selling weed whackers mm-hmm. or signing her weighing bo- whacking mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. And Kelvin, that dick ex of hers, actually h- jumps out with a knife and attacks her with yes. a knife and stabs her, cuts her in the yes. face and stabs her and attacks her. And Delilah lives through it, um, but ends up in the hospital to recover because she was physically attacked. Um, he kind of like Kelvin actually kind of like kidnapped her at knife point. Yeah, you tried to her. Yeah, yeah. And then cuts her face all up. She calls Keith and he flies out to be with her the next day to the hospital. 
and at the hospital they kind of like bond like she's rubbing his face and he's saying i was so worried i'm so worried and right you know they kind of just decide they're going to go forward with their relationship they mean a lot to each other now she of course thinks he's just single living you know near his kids and that's why he's still in that state right um but that he doesn't have a wife so she has no clue right now we see um the keith and julie go on vacation with their the tates and keith is just a dick the whole time he's on the phone the whole time texting the Mm -hmm. whole time and he's telling him it's work or whatever um julie even at one point joked to the tates and said i think he's sexting his secret girlfriend and yes he was the tates are like it turned out that yeah that probably was Mm -hmm. um the the tapes say keith was there physically on the trip but just mentally he was completely checked out from julie and they i mean everyone noticed it like he just was totally checked out so on he's getting all these calls on the vacation and he says to them after he gets off the phone like oh shoot i have to work on new year's eve and julie's like what why would a traveling lawnmower salesman have to work on New Year's Eve? That's super weird. And Keith is like, I don't know. I just have to go in <laughs> to Indiana on New Year's Eve and work. I mean, that's they just tell me I've where I have to be. A lot of people like to rev yeah. their lawnmowers up at midnight. At midnight. I, I mean, mm. she. I, I feel like she at this point maybe yeah. should have seen some signs. Yeah. Um. Now, Delilah is also getting suspicious because it's their new... He's with her on New Year's. It's dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and in her brain, Keith and Julie have been divorced at least five years. Right. But Keith says something to the point that Julie is still on his medical insurance. And Delilah catches it. And she says, "What? why? Why is she still on your medical insurance? And gets really mad at yeah. him. Like, she's your ex-wife. Although a lot of... Yeah. Divorce decrees do, do have yeah. to have yeah. you're still on insurance for a set years or whatever. So that's that's not such a big deal. But Delilah gets a little bit huffy thinking that he's still taking yeah. care of Julie and why he's doing that. Um, but he says, don't worry, bitch. Um, and then he pulls out a realty card from his tits pants mm-hmm. and says, I'm moving to Indiana to be with you. And so yeah. she's excited. Um all the time this bitch lives with his wife in Kentucky in a house. So what in the hell are you doing? Well, we'll find out here. So after 2014, Keith comes home um, from the trip with Delilah and Julie confronts him right away as he comes home because a Christmas card came to their home from Delilah that says, I love you, Keith. And Julie's like, what is this? Who is Delilah? Why is she selling you, sending you love Christmas cards? And he says, what can I say? My clients love me. Why did he give Delilah his real address? I don't know. She could have just shown up there at any time and seen like he's married and that's what the hell? What is he thinking? I, I don't know. Anyway, Julie's super, super pissed. Well, come on, Julie. Just you had to. Now we're getting real red flags. Yeah, here. right. And then a couple weeks later, Keith is visiting Delilah again and he's been giving her a ton of money. So helping her pay for like her car or her condo or whatever. He's giving her tons of money. And the Tate say if Julie would have found out, she would have lost it mm-hmm. because they were really struggling. And now he's giving any money they had to this other woman. Yes. 
But again, the red flags were there. Um, a lot. Of but them. we're in. Um, we get to January seventeenth, so like a few weeks from the New Year's, two thousand fourteen. We see in the reenactment Keith is checking into a hotel. Um, he does kind of an Ed Post act and yeah. says, "Oh, it's nine oh one. Yeah, go figure. I gotta go get some donuts. Yep." And he's in Indiana, just alone in a hotel where he does when he travels. Two hundred twenty mm-hmm. miles away, we see Julie leaving church and telling the Sunday school teacher, "You know, goodbye, good night, Chuck." I guess it was. Um, and then they skip ahead to one fifty-five a.m., January seventeenth, two thousand fourteen. Julie's house is on fire, just blazing on mm-hmm. fire. First responders arrive. Chuck Gordon is called, and I guess because everyone calls the Sunday school teacher, I guess he comes out to the scene and he says the flames are completely out of control. He's calling Julie. She's not answering her phone. He's really worried. He doesn't see her out in the yard. He doesn't see that she's, you know, escaped from the house and just sitting there with the fire department. He has no idea where she is. Um, so he just assumes she's still in there. Um, the fire department comes, they get the house, the flames under control and put it out. But the whole entire left side of the house mm-hmm. and they show a picture is literally gone. Like it's burned to the foundation. Everything is gone. It's just done, gone, um, totally burned away. And here again, uh, trigger warning for yes. the animal lovers. Yes. Two bodies were found in the house. Um, her dog, Cleo, and Julie's body. And did you see how they reenacted Julie's body? Um, did you notice? It was like a burnt corpse face and then a very big, like, um, red wig. No! I not- <laughs> and the red wig was not burned at all. Like, why would the hair not be burned, but the rest of her is like a crispy black just crispy burnt and then a bright red wig and then they zip her up and chuck is all upset and chuck calls keith again the sunday school teacher was called immediately and is handling everything yes i don't understand this yes he tells keith that julie is dead the house has burned down Mm -hmm. and keith is like oh Jeez, and he drives back three hours from Indiana to Paducah, and he pulls up. Chuck runs to his truck and this is like offering condolences, and um, the Tates are there trying to comfort him, and Keith is kind of acting like just like weird mm-hmm. at the scene. Um, we see some real police photos. Again, the house is just burned to yeah. shit. Yeah. Firefighters really don't see any cause to think arson at this point. They think maybe like there was a heating heating unit, just an accident. But Julie's body is autopsied and they realize, well, she has no smoke in her lungs. Well, that's quite odd since she died in a fire. Um, They realize she was dead before the fire started. And then they look closer and she has three bullet holes in her chest. And bullets are even found at the scene. Right. So she was shot three times right. in the chest in her bed. And then the house was set on fire. So it goes from accident to murder in a couple days. Police, of course, debate, was it a prowler with a break and gone wrong? 
um, detectives don't know, but they go around the whole neighborhood just saying, do any of you have video recordings, you know, like safety cameras Mm -hmm. or whatever on your house? And they're collecting all of these to try to sift through. They look into the garage, which is not burned because only one side of the house, it's so weird, is like burned. And the other side is not, almost not even touched. It's weird. Um, And they see 20 boxes of ammo from a forty-five which was the same caliber used to shoot Julie. They didn't find the gun, but there's a shit ton of ammo. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're like, well, okay. So that now we have bullets here of the same caliber gun, which, you know, kind of obviously ties into Keith. They pull Keith in for an interview and we do see back and forth, a reenactment interview and real Keith interview. Yes. And they tell him, like, why do you have 9,000 boxes of 45 ammo, but you don't have a 45 gun anywhere? And Keith just said, um, I heard that the government is going to start restricting ammo. And then, they, but why didn't they say, why are you buying just ammo and not a gun? What are you, are you going to throw the bullets? Are you going to get a slingshot? What, why are you doing this? And government's restricting am, ammo. You're in the United States. Yeah. That never will happen, ever. He started to believe in conspiracy theories. Yes, he did. He was losing it. He, yeah. And this is where it gets crazy. Yes. The real video footage, footage, though, Key still has glasses on and he looks like shit. So he must have (laughs) needed readers or whatever. He's still, yeah. Or like... And the police said, well, where the, where the fuck were you? You weren't at your house to get burned up, just your wife was. Right. And he's like, I travel. I was at a hotel in Indiana. And he said, I checked in at 9 p.m. And then he's like, well, and they said, did you leave at all? And he said, I did go for a soda at 11 p.m. Or something. He said something like, I just couldn't turn my mind off and I needed the soda. So drinking a caffeine is what you would do to yeah. fall asleep? Yeah. Bitch. Good idea. And he said, I was just gone 30 minutes or so. He's not real learned. No, he's not. And I'd be like, what? And then he says, um, at 4 or 5 a.m. I got up and get some donuts and some Coke. And I think they mean Coca-Cola, but yeah. I feel like yeah. he probably really did <laughs> do Coke. No, no. Um, which is fucked. What are you doing? Why didn't you buy a Coke and a donut at 11 p.m.? I don't know. I don't know. Police say, can I see your phone to Keith? And he's like, well, oh, sure. And police right away then see a text pops up at that time from Delilah. And Delilah, it text says, did you make it home okay? And the police say, who is Delilah? And right away he says, a work friend. And then they said, we only have this one text from her, though. Did you delete all other texts from her? And he tells some story about, yes, he deletes all texts right away because he wants to save space. Ridiculous. And they're like, what? And then they look and see that he has texts from Julie. And then he still has all Julie's texts. And he says, well, you still have all your wife's texts. And he's like, well, she does send me pictures of the grandkids. I got grandkids. I'm like, okay, well, all right. Um... Police figure out they got to go talk to Delilah now and figure out what the hell she has to do with everything. So poor Delilah, who has probably now the worst picker we maybe yeah. have heard. Yeah. She sits down with police and is totally confused. And they say, what How? What do you know about Keith Griffith? And she says, well, I guess you could say we're dating. He's my boyfriend. 
And police say, have you ever met his wife, Julie? And she says, you mean his ex-wife, Julie, right? And they're like, no, his real wife, and she's dead. And Delilah just like, no, in real I life. cannot fucking yeah. take one more shitty boyfriend. Yes. Like, Men. she loses it. Like, are you serious? She keeps asking, like, this Keith Griffith, this yeah. Keith. Like, he told me he was divorced. I'm like, no, she just died in a fire. Just died in a fire in their home. And she's, of course, like, completely devastated yeah. and tells them everything, you know, she knows. I mean, Delilah isn't, she's dropped as a suspect, but they now obviously know Keith lied to them. Yes. Detectives get a warrant to look at Keith's truck that he drove back and forth that night. And of course, this dumb bitch, Tits Keith, leaves not just one, but two insurance policies just in the truck. Yep. One is just a couple days old that he literally got before Julie died. The other one is old and about to expire and so they had like a two day overlap where if Julie died in that two days, he would get both insurance Double policies. Insurance. Who else was evil enough to do that? Fucking Belle Gunness. Remember, she did yes. that with one of her husbands. She did that a lot, in fact, um, would double up insurance policies like that and kill her husband yes. in between. And so now the police are like, holy shit, tits, this tits Keith, he had two insurance he's policies. Diabolical. And yes, has a girlfriend. He's lying. He mm-hmm. tortured like a horrible death. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had actually insurance policy on the home that he just got too. Yes. That had so burned had three. down. Yeah. Um, because Keith, then they find out he's buying a new home in Indiana. He's going to take all of this money and just completely forget his old life and start over with Delilah with all this money and the money from his dead wife's body. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, Mm. so what Keith had done that night, they think that Keith though was at the hotel as he checks in, it makes a big Ed post scene saying it's not a one. Um, <laughs> like the check-in person gives yeah. a fuck. Yeah. Like, like whatever. Um, police look at the hotel security footage and bitch Keith's hallway is on, is a camera the whole time in your yes. hotel. Yeah. They see him leave the hotel right away. Like leave his room right away. He's wearing a denim shirt and denim pants, probably pulled up to his tits, his typical outfit. And he returns to the room six and a half hours later. Right. The exact time it would take to drive to Paducah, Paducah, do the crime, drive back. And he is also wearing different Different clothes. clothes. Because he went stealth. He came back all in black. All in black. But he left in a nice denim button down. Yes. And Which his is a typical, balls, yeah, balls yep. tight pants. Yeah. Um. Police go to the convenience store he said he was at and say, you know, did this dumbass tits guy buy a soda in these donuts? And they're like, no. And there was no video of him ever in the store. They're like, no, this tits guy didn't come in here. The mm-hmm. donut shop he said he went to was not even open at four or five a.m. Mm-hmm. So those were totally lies. He was never in any of those places. So he they caught him in multiple lies. Now, which is always bad when you lie to the cops. Mm-hmm. And 
they know he left his hotel room, but what they need now is did could did he just drive around jerking in his car, or did he go to Paducah? Can we find him and actually place him in Paducah? Yeah, this is where all the neighbors came through. Their video footage caught the truck or van or whatever the hell he had his truck driving through the neighborhood going to his house just 15 minutes before it burnt start was a fire burning to the ground so he is placed exactly in paducah at his wife's house right before the crime and they know like that obviously he did it we have enough to you know put it all together to say that he did it because he was seen what, just even one mile. So he is arrested for murder, for arson, tampering with evidence, and animal cruelty. Right. Because he brought her dog into the room before he set it on fire. Right. Which, God, fucker. Mm-hmm. Absolute fucker. So the reenactment, they're arresting Keith, and Keith is all struggling with his tits high pants. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Right. I didn't do it. And I'm like, of course you did, you stupid dick. During the trial, this is where it even... It doesn't even... No, it keeps going in horror. Because still, in my head, I'm thinking, like, here he's just this real nerd who's yeah. just gone awry, right? right? Like, he's this nerd. Even his girl that he was kind of having his affair with didn't even really like him that right. much. And, and he was, was like, just so desperate yeah. for this attention that he just lost it. Yeah, and was like, I'm going to get her, you know, whatever. So the whole time you're just thinking, oh, you poor thing. But then he... Then you know, yeah. The well, dog, he kills the dog. It's shitty. But then, then you, you just find out. Insane. Oh, yeah. yeah. It keeps getting worse, yeah. and you're like, wait, I can't even yeah. with this dick. Keith, who is called Tits Keith on a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and had a maybe two point seven face, uh huh, goes to trial. Yep. Okay. During the testimony, he admits, "Yeah, I lied to the police," um, mm-hmm. and he says, "But it's because." He had been porking sex workers yes. this entire time for yes. years on the road. He had been, uh, his home computer computer was full of porn, yes. full of dating sites, full of finding escorts online, and full of porking Mm-hmm. items pork and they said he just wanted to be someone like he had the good life in his head was if i just had a woman in every port everywhere i stop with my goddamn john deere lawnmowers if i had a woman who i could just do there but doesn't they doesn't he know that that doesn't count you're paying them you have a he wife at home that really could love you that. i know well he he clearly well, it's fucked, but yeah. I mean, and they just show him even two nights before they find out where he was in a hotel. And there he is with an escort yes. porking in yes. the hotel. And this yes. escort in the reenactment has this long, shitty wig. Yeah. And big. And he's all excited. And she's acting like she cares about this right. tits fucker. And Chuck Jordan, the Sunday school teacher, yeah. says the devil's coming for everyone. I mean, God, does he really, though? He... The devil really picks and chooses <laughs> lately, I think. you got to step it up, Dick. And then, believe it or not, I can't even, I can't even. It's this crazier. jury is hung. It's a mistrial. They can't even. 
how much evidence do you need that this butthole killed his wife? Right. It was, and they can't decide. For capital murder. Like, she's clearly, she's shot with bullets. It's not like she just died in a fire. Right. Then he starts it on fire and tries to cover it up and kills the dog. Sorry. Yeah. And has sex workers in every place and, and his a car woman was with an seen affair. there and he's having an affair and moving to another thing yes. has two or three insurance policies what are you not getting you idiots and eight people said he was guilty and four wanted to acquit him so I mean, they had a mistrial had a poop yeah br- we're not taking yes. their poop brain that was pills poop brain keith is in jail now and he's real pissed waiting for his next trial so what he decides to do because he is a shit brain and this pale is where I found out he was really effed. Yeah. Yeah. He puts out a jailhouse hit on the lead detective because he figures if the lead detective's dead, the case goes away. Well, it doesn't because he already found the evidence. That's Keith. actually not how it works, Keith. Oh, That's why there are files. Yes. So the informant, of course. Files tattles immediately to the detective and the detective even's like oh i didn't realize that a hit out on me or whatever um, and they actually had interviews with the detective real detective he was gonna kill episode. he was like what a yeah. dick yeah you know um, um so they this this snitch was just yeah. happy he didn't have to bring his mom's stinky underwear oh, that God, she wore was so for happy. seven days he was so happy he didn't have to keith, do that. so he was like i'm just gonna tell right yeah. away um yeah keith wants to kill you yeah, and he agrees right away. I'll wear a wire. Yep. I'll get him to tell me the whole plot. And he does. He goes right up to Keith and says, what What was it you wanted me to do again? And who was it you wanted me to kill? Talk real loud into my tits. <laughs> and so Keith does, because he's dumbass. And police then have the evidence on tape. And they said, Dick, now you're just buried in it you yeah. fucker and keith then finally decides like his gets a plea because he knows he's fucked um and he pleads guilty to everything he admits to everything that he mm-hmm. does he told them yes i checked into the hotel then drove right away um and how he shot her and killed her and tried to cover it up by burning the house down. He told all about the racking up tons and tons and tons of debt on all these escorts, all these gifts for escorts, gifts for Delilah. Um, he needed money so bad he couldn't buy another house. They were totally in debt. Um, and he knew that killing Julie, he would get mm-hmm. these massive payouts and he could just start life all over. Yeah. And he was like, what's wrong with that then? Mm. And they're just like oh my god and at the end you see chuck the sunday school teacher again and he says something like i knew he was guilty when he came to the fire and i told him julie was in that fire and he said that's a real kick in the teeth (laughs) that's what you said chuck was like what that's what you say when you see your spouse burning to death in your home that's a real kick in the teeth kick in the teeth (laughs) It sure is, buddy. It sure is. So he Go is fuck yourself. in jail for 30 years and he cannot get out. He gets zero appeals and parole. Right. So he is in there. That was a real shit. He was plea. actually convicted yeah. convicted of animal cruelty yeah. too with all of that. So it was like Oh, people the don't murder, mess around with arson. that. Yeah. I know. They made sure that that He got everything. I mean, was just in on it. Evil. That he I really mean, did get his kick in the teeth. He did. Wanted. Stupid asshole. So let's 
I'll put some good vibes out there for Delilah. And let's hope Yeah, Delilah, we hope your picker got better. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. I know. And also, this made me think, was he really evil his whole entire life since eighth grade? Like, he had kids. He had grandkids. Or did he just go crazy? Like... Did he have a brain tumor and that made him I don't know what diabolical? makes you just snap what like this happened? after 36 yes. years. I don't know. Or had he always been, I don't Maybe know. Maybe he'd been doing shit and he never was caught because on it. before he was a traveling lawnmower salesman, he just worked in at, for the water company, for the city. So it's like he wasn't always traveling his whole life. So was it just that? I don't know. He just don't went know. insane. It's alarming. Yes. It is. Like, he went insane. Yeah, and he turned into this huge dick. Oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe, like, the surgery or something snapped something and he I got, like, I don't know, yeah. and turned on his He was so angry or something. that yeah. he decided Maybe. to kill everyone. I don't know. Oh, Christ. Well... Well, that's our episode. Also, if you could give us a review. Uh, How about those reviews We've gotten last so week. many good reviews. We oh are just dying. Gosh. They are amazing. I, each review we read and just love. Yes. And we smile um, and post. ear yeah, to ear. So wherever you listen, if you could send a review, we love them. Only if they're nice, though. Yeah, of course. If you're a um, dick, then yeah, forget just it. Just piss off. Fuck off. All right. Until next time. Okay. Right. Bye. Yeah.